What's up guys, it's Mickey and welcome back to Blank Canvas. This week we're discussing estrangement, estrangement from family members and how it even shows up in my own personal life. All right guys, buckle up, here we go. What's up guys, it's Mickey and welcome back to Blank Canvas. This week we're going to talk about estrangement from families, how it affects me personally, how we can show up in our lives and just what it is. So this episode will be a basic little introduction to estrangement. I think when I interview other people and when I come back and want to dive deeper into estrangement, I'm going to do a part two. But for part one, I just kind of want to do a light intro and talk about how it affects my life personally. So before we get into it, estrangement is basically like when you are, um, you've grown apart from your family or you've chosen to distance yourself intentionally from your family. Maybe they have toxic behaviors and maybe they, um, they don't make you feel great about yourself as a person or they don't bring joy and happiness into your life. And so you've made the conscious decision to basically separate yourself from them. And sometimes you can be estranged and they can still be in your life in some form, but it's nowhere near in the capacity of what a typical family member's role um, should look like from society's standpoint. But before we get into all that, there is a historian by the name of Stephen Mintz, and he is the author of Huck's Raft, A History of American Childhood. And he made a very interesting observation. He said, families in the past fought over tangible resources, land, inheritances, family, property. And in today's time, we still do, but it's been aggravated and intensified by a mindset that is a little distinctive to our time. And so our conflicts now are often psychological rather than just material, which in any case makes it harder to solve because you can kind of decide like, hey, I'm inheriting these millions of dollars and um, we're beefing because I want it and you say it belongs to you, but I think it deserves to me or even if I don't necessarily deserve it, I still want it, blah, blah, blah. But now these days, the things that we're fighting of, you are interrupting my happiness. You are an issue to not just my regular, regular life, but my mental as well. And I'm choosing to put up boundaries to where you can't cause me harm and can't be toxic to my life. And that's a whole different ballgame of literally just fighting over physical possessions. And studies have shown that it's usually the child that initiates the estranged relationships between family members. And I'm not really sure what the statistics are being estranged from siblings versus being estranged from parents, grandparents, um, and so forth and so on. But most of the studies are based strictly off of children to a parent, but I have seen some studies where you can be estranged from siblings too, and it could be due to jealousy, it could be due to just environmental factors and how you were, were raised and whether there was a difference shown and all that. But I do think it's interesting that children usually initiate it. And I think it's interesting because our generation is known for 
not really taking any BS in the sense where we kind of have an opinion on every single thing and we're pretty firm in saying, hey, this is disrupting my peace. I don't like it. I don't want to be a part of it and I don't want any parts of it whatsoever. Now, does our generation have a problem? Sometimes we say something to the point so much where we are looked at as sensitive. I think so. And I think, like I've said on an episode before, I'm sorry if you didn't have the place to express yourself or stand up for yourself. But in another breath, I can see how in some instances, my generation can be looked at as taking everything out of context and everything becomes a problem. Certain things that I feel like should be an open discussion between generations, other races, different cultures. My generation is like, cancel them, end them, ruin their lives, no more second chances because you should just know. And I think as we all know, and if we don't, that life will teach us, everybody does not live the same life and experience the same things. And things you would think like, okay, there is no way you are in the 21st century or you're in the year of 2022. And I don't understand how you still don't get this. There are people who live in bubbles where they don't have to experience certain things. They don't have to hear certain things. And so when they do, it really is um, a learning moment for them and a, a bubble bursting moment. And again, that just goes back to grace and kind of understanding. It would be more helpful if all of us took the time to understand each other's stories. Because like I always say, everybody's path is different and what led us to get to where we are and the choices and the decisions that we make um, are inevitable and different because we're all different. Now, on to more of a deeper discussion of estrangement. Parents tend to feel estranged from children because they can feel betrayed by their kids' lack of availability or responsibility if they feel like they have blessed their child with a better childhood than they received. Now, all of this can go into such a deeper level conversation, which is why I think I want to have at least a part two, maybe part three, you never really know what me. And you can really dive deep into it because all of that is about perception. You may feel like you've given your child the best thing or you look back at your childhood and you're like, hello, like I blessed you with this, this, and this. Do you know what I had to deal with? But it really is perception because that child could feel like, yeah, I didn't have to deal with that. But do you know the hell that I had to go through? Maybe I would have preferred the hell you went through. Or maybe they're just like, I don't want to go through hell at all. Like, Thank you for saving me from yours, but you didn't save me from hell in general. And again, if you are a parent or for the children that are listening that, of course, still have their parents around, they are human too. They will make mistakes and they cannot protect us from every single little thing. But, you know, I mean, perception is key. Like for the parents that do feel betrayed and that's why they're exchanged estranged from their children I'm sorry that you feel portrayed and your feelings are valid everybody's feelings are valid but let's try to come to 
and middle ground. Let's try to understand each other a little better. You're betrayed because you feel like you did the best that you could. And maybe you really did. Maybe you did the best that you could. But unfortunately, as it goes for all of us, whether you're a parent, child, whatever, as a human being, sometimes we do the best that we can and it's not enough. It is not enough. I mean, I think we've all had experiences in life where we've been let down by another human being, no matter their title. And that is the hardest they can love us. That is the nicest they can be, or they are providing everything that they can possibly provide. But we know for us, we desire more, we crave more, we may need slash want more, but it doesn't negate the fact that they're doing the best that they can. And I think looking past the pain and looking past the behavior, we have to try to see it from their standpoint. And it's a lot harder when the estrangement comes from toxic family members. Like you are estranged because you're toxic to my life, you're toxic to my mental health, and I can't take anymore. Other reasons for estrangement can be they love you so hard and so much that um, it's al- it almost backfires. It's like the helicopter parent. You want to get away from them. You want to set up boundaries because you're like, I can't even live my life because I'm worried about you or I'm worried about your worries for me. Like now I'm anxious because of all your anxiousness that you are imparting on me that I did not ask for. You can have those back. (laughs) That's what I would say. You can have those back because life is hard enough. And I also have my own anxiousness that I already deal with. So speaking from personal experience on estrangement, I am really estranged from my family, really, really estranged. Um, I pretty much only grew up close to my mom. I was not close to my cousin growing up. I was not close to neither set of grandparents and I of course know my family members and know my aunties and stuff but I wasn't really really close and that could be because my mom is the black sheep of the family and I am the black sheep's daughter hello so therefore I pretty much got the same treatment that she did not the exact same because they are a lot meaner to her than they are to me But I think the only reason they don't get the opportunity to be as mean to me is because I just don't deal with them. I, before I even knew what estrangement was, I had learned to deal with my family from a distance. Plus, they didn't put in as much effort to build family relationships with me. It was like I knew what their title was just because I knew it. But for people who would be like, I love spending time with my cousin. I didn't feel that way. Or I'm going to my auntie's house and me and my cousin, we're going to hang out for the weekend. Mm, Did not feel that way. Oh my God, I can't wait to see my grandma and grandpa. I love them. I'm going to tell all my parents to my grandma and grandpa. Like, you know, like I'm getting spoiled over here. You can't tell me nothing. Nope. Wasn't me. And honestly, I never even knew they had the ability to exhibit those behaviors until my younger brother was born and they did a complete 360. My family did a complete 360 when my brother was born. They treat him how family should treat family. And a lot of people would be upset by it. They would be offended, but I actually wasn't. I thought it was 
a good thing. I said, if you didn't do it for me and you didn't do it for my mom, the least you could do is just do better. If you get the opportunity again, do better. Do not cause the same pain that you've inflicted on other people on someone else. And thankfully, so far, they've been pretty pretty excellent with my brother. It's almost magical. And to me, and I know, again, it goes back to perception, but to me, it's almost kind of healing in a way because I'm like, oh my goodness, like, wow, you guys do have the ability to be good family members and you guys do have the ability to be involved. You just didn't do it with me and you didn't do it with my mom in the way that you should have, but that's okay. I'm not going to hold you to your faults. Just please treat my brother better and do better. And they do. Um, I also think I have estrangement from my stepfather because the mistreatment and the toxicness that we all had to endure growing up in this household and with my mom being married to him, there's such a hard disconnect there that it's estrangement from him as well. But by the time I was becoming estranged estranged from my stepfather I already knew how to do it like it came easy because I was so accustomed to it from other family members and so in a sense it kind of became my second nature and what I wanted to think about and talk to you guys about today is does it have an effect on how we behave as a whole in other relationships and not just romantic relationships friendships and other people that we encounter it can be even in business like anybody even a cordial passing by relationships does it affect our behaviors I tend to think so now I'm not a psychologist so I can't sit here and list all the ways and since there aren't many studies out on estrangement yet although they are working on more there wasn't really much research that I could do to be like this specifically is how it affects you and blah 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 so I'm just gonna try to speak from my experience and talk about why I think it affects me and how I think it affects me but again I'm not a therapist so remember this guys and the ways that I think it affects me are I am besides now I'm an introvert so I'm naturally a loner but when I'm around other families, I'm still pretty distant. And it used to then be a big deal. Like when I would go over other friends' houses, it wasn't a big deal because I could tell that they were close to their families or whatever. But I was over there to hang out with that specific friend. So it's like I could hang out with the friend. And if we did stuff with the family, it was fine. But it wasn't like family, family all the time. Now, I've had experiences in my adult life where I have been around friends that are super close to their families, and I love it. It's something healing about that, too, to see people that you love be loved properly by their families. Um, And I say properly because I just mean in a loving and healthy way. Now, everybody's family dynamic is different, and I don't think there is a black and white one right way to do it but definitely it makes a difference to be in an environment where you're watching somebody that you love be loved properly by their family members it kind of gives you hope like oh like there are families out here who get it there are families who know how to do it but I'm pretty awkward around 
families who get along because I'm so used to being distanced or I'm so used to handling my family at a distance that when I'm around other family members that are super close, I seem really bougie and standoffish, but I'm really just vibing out and enjoying the moment. I'm feeling the vibes. I'm enjoying the peace. I'm enjoying the good food and everything, but it can come off as me being a bitch. It can come off as me being bougie. It can come off as me being uninterested. And honestly, there's like this pressure I feel, and it's me putting it on myself. That's why I'm speaking from my perspective, that when you are around families like that, when you're not accustomed to it, it's almost like being socially awkward. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I can I can talk to you guys, I can interact, but my personality in general, I only can take people for so long. I don't care if you're family, friends, or whatever. It's a very, I can count on one hand how long, like how many people I can tolerate for long periods of time. And it's one hand and I'm not using all the fingers. Okay. <laughs> so either way, I feel like I would, after a certain while, my social battery would drain out and I'd be over it. But I think I do come off a little bougie and just standoffish. And it makes me sad a little, not like really sad, but I'd be a little disappointed in myself because you're so excited to be around good, loving people and just enjoy it. But it's being perceived as, I don't know, just being weird, not being as warm and inviting. And you just really don't know what to do. I had to tell a friend before, this is something that you're used to, you're accustomed to. I am new to this. Please like ease me into it. Like, of course, you would think it wouldn't be that hard to be around family, but it's also not that easy. Like it's a lot of pressure to see somebody interact with their family in such a healthy way that when I'm around it, I'm almost like kind of just sitting here. Like I'm, I'm amazed by it. I'm marveled by it. It's not arguments in the background. It's not fistfights in the background. It's not um, slick comments and just destructive behavior. It's really just people laughing and enjoying each other. And I only know that from family-wise, from my mom. She would play with me and my step-siblings. She would fix this food. We'd have family game nights, all of the above, but it wasn't the whole entire family. So many nights, my stepdad was not there during these family moments. Um, and when it came to my own family, like I was not like for the holidays, I'm not going over my grandma's house and stuff for Christmas. When it comes to birthdays, I probably only hear from one or two family members. So it's just, it's different. And to be around super family oriented people, it is a blessing, but it can also be very intimidating. And I do think it affects the way that I operate. My estrangement from my family definitely affects the way that I operate around other people who are close to theirs. And that is definitely something that I am currently working on and want to work on. But people are still going to have to 
be be kind with me be gentle and please give me a little time I need a little time to I can't just jump into it I can't jump into it because of my natural personality and I can't just jump into it because I really don't know what to do I'm not accustomed to it um and again it's easier said than done but I think it's just different. If you didn't grow up with it, it's different. And it's not that we don't necessarily want it because for my kids, oh, for my kids, I want them to come from a very um, loving, bubbly, close-knit family. Like if I have kids and I have multiple, I want the siblings to love each other. I don't want the siblings to feel burdened by each other. Like um, I want them to be close-knit. But sometimes I wonder and I worry when I do become a mom, if and when I do become a mom, how can I even instill that or or give them that? And I have no idea. Now, of course, you can learn from culture. You can learn from other people. I'd rather learn from other people than culture because culture is um it's something else. If it ain't kingdom behavior, we don't really need to be doing it, even though we all do, right? But I'd rather learn from trusted sources, (laughs) like people that I love that are in my life, that they are an example of what it's like to be a close-knit family. Not perfect, but really have each other's back, really show up to events and not just, hey, I'm here just to be here. I'm so estranged from my family that when I graduated from high school, they used up my seven graduation tickets, my seven. And I didn't see one of them. I did not see one of them. I did not take a picture with one of them. I wouldn't have known they were there if my mom didn't tell me like, hey, they showed up. Like, what kind of crap is that? I'm seeing everybody else (laughs) leaving out of the graduation, hugging family members, getting balloons and everything. Like they literally showed up because they felt like that was just a thing to do. I don't even think they genuinely wanted to be there. And I don't want that. I don't want that for myself. I don't want that for my future kids. Like I want them to feel loved all over. And I know that if and when I do have children, they're going to have one of the best grandmas in the world. And they're going to feel that love that I never really felt from a grandparent besides my grandpa on my dad's side. But he isn't in my life anymore. So that was short-lived and I I want better. I want better for my kids. I want better for myself and I just, I'm working on it, guys. I'm working on it. But what I want to know is, are you, extra- are you ex- estranged from your family? And if you are, how do you deal with it? And are there signs that show up in your behaviors with in your life in multiple ways, whether it's in different relationships or personality traits that develop from being estranged from your family, anything, anything. I'm curious. Let me know, guys. Please tell me I'm not out here alone. That is a freak who doesn't know how to be around healthy families all because I'm used to the toxicness and estrangement.
Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to Blank Canvas this week and going along this estrangement journey with me. This episode can dive into so much, so more than likely there will be multiple parts to our estrangement topic. But for now, that's all. And to end this week, I want to end with a quote that says, It is apparently more palatable to think of all the estranged people who cannot or will not reconcile with their families as doomed to suffer in an eternal pit of despair over it than it is to imagine that some of us, quite simply, decide to have a good life in spite of estrangement. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I can't wait to see what we talk about next week. And I really want to thank each and every one of you who take the time to listen to me week in and week out or whenever I drop an episode. And special shout out to the people who listen to me in Australia and Nigeria. We have left the States, ladies and gentlemen. Woo-hoo. I really, really thank you guys for making Blank Canvas global. And this is only the beginning, only the beginning. Tell God your plans. He may laugh, but I promise you what he will give you is 10 times better and better than your wildest dreams. All right, guys. See you guys next week. Bye.